Okay, we are back. It is 9.33, and uh, we love Mondays when our dear Chantel Hyde joins us, Canada's dating coach. She's got... Uh, all the so answers. much goodness. So much goodness. Oh all my the God. answers. Well, maybe not all the answers to everything, but definitely the matters of the heart. You know what? Right? I, I might not have it today, but I'll have it tomorrow. <laughs> she's, she's a sociologist <laughs> and a researcher by nature. Ah, uh, by she nature. Yes. yes. So she'll figure it out uh, for you. What was I telling my girlfriends? Was it, it wasn't, the, wasn't the mommy guilt, was it? I don't know. Because you know yeah. how I love to tell all the mommies about that one, right? Mm-hmm. But the mommy guilt. It was something else about from our... Uh, okay. Oh, how we remember, this is, you taught me this too, how we remember bad things. Natural human tendencies are to remember bad things. A natural tendency is for your brain to stay in a negative state, to hold on to negative occurrences because it is an evolutionary biological function. If it hurt us when we ate it, when we picked it up, we need it to remember because the next time it might kill us. Right. And And the positive things just let go. Just enjoy it in the moment and then your brain lets it go. And we can rewire our brain now because it's not such a dangerous world. I this isn't going to kill me. Neither Pen. is anything else in this room. No, nope. you know maybe you. Make you <laughs> never been. Oh, never been. I don't know, Jennifer. I, I haven't seen your Hulk side yet, but <laughs> it's true, right? She's, she's rare. Uh, she's rare. But yeah, I was talking about that about how um, you know we now, and even it's a great lesson for kids too. You yes. know, because here's my kids lead off so many um, disagreements with each other with you always. And right. and we're trying to kind of break them out of that to remember, no, that's not always, mm-hmm. uh, and explain to them why our brains kind of default like that. So through meditation, again. Well, you want to, in order to, like, like consciousness is what rewires your brain. So meditation rewires your brain to be more calm because you're consciously calming it down. And so you're retraining it. You're, you're, you're recreating neural channels that say, hey, chill. Now, in order to be more positive, you have to consciously do positives inside your brain, which is why you want to do 100 days of writing three things that you're grateful for. And it's the days that it's difficult to come up with those things that you get to the end of the day and you say, I haven't done my three things I'm grateful for yet. And you literally spend minutes going inside of yourself, digging deep to find something that you're grateful for. And it's those moments that rewires your brain. So you don't, you know, kind of naturally lead with, oh, everything is terrible. Life hates me. Everybody hates me. This is awful. Guess I'll go eat worms. You kind of switch that, like you talk about those paths that you switch. If that's where your mind is going, Mm -hmm. catch yourself, realize what's going on in your mind, and then redirect what would be the opposite of that. And and it's, it's such a simple... Uh, concept. I mean, it makes so much sense when it's broken down like that to you. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense, but it's actually probably the the dichotomy in that is that it's really it's really something that's not easy to do. You have to catch yourself, like you say, you have to catch yourself every time you're doing it. In the beginning, it's a million times a day. It's minute by minute, sometimes second by second, because. You know, we have become unconscious creatures. We, you say it's it's a difficult thing. Well, why would it be so difficult? I mean, we're looking at monitors all day, every day. Why isn't this kind of information being flashed at us? And that's because when we do look at the media, the media has two things in mind, sex and fear, because those are our two main driving forces, procreation and survival. And so they flash sex and fear, sex and fear. And so all we're doing is staying into highly agitated and negative states. 
<gasps> you fascinate the pants off me <laughs> every time. Okay, what are we doing today? What do we want to do today? Well, do you want to start with yours or do you? Cause no, you go right okay, ahead. You go right ahead. Brought. You're um, the boss. So uh, I did an article for Global recently and it just blew up. Um, and it was basically old-fashioned ideals that still apply today. And, and you know, my, my take on that was old-fashioned is really just common sense. Okay, so we're, are we talking about the dating process? Like, is this for both men and women? We, or is this so this specifically is in for... a relationship. This, okay. is, this is once you've established that relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. How do you make it comfortable? How do you make it loving? How do you make it peaceful? What are the little things that you need to remember every single day that's going to have a great relationship develop between you and your partner? Mm, okay, so we're past the... No kissing for three months. We're into the relationship. Okay. You're coming home to me, mama. All right. Coming home. And this is how we're going to end. This is kind of like your traditional take on it. This is the traditional take. This is the day-to-day things to keep in mind in order for you and your partner to be happy with each other. Before we continue, I want to tell you guys that the phone numbers are star 570 or 519-570-2545. You have a beautiful, lovely, open resource here to to use in Chantel, who is Canada's dating coach. <laughs> you can email me too, and those will pop up right away. Jennifer at 570news.com. Anything you want to know about, you know, a good relationship, a bad relationship, no relationship, uh, old relationships, new mm. relationships, whatever it is, uh, we are here to help. And you absolutely can use fake names. Yes. <laughs> if you need to do that, absolutely can do that. Okay. I want to hear this. Okay. I want to hear the traditional stuff. Because, you know, the feminist in me is a little bit already like, Oh, uh, <laughs> I, man, we, we got to write a feminist book. Like, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I, I'll just spew and run my mouth and you will write because you can do yes. that and I can't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So be fair. That's my first one. So my number one relationship rule, it is not fair to ask for anything you're not willing to do first. So be fair in your request. What, you know, be conscious of what you're asking for. And then ask yourself, am I doing this first? And if not, then go back a couple steps, start applying what it is that you want, and then you can ask for it. So for instance, I want you to, to be less combative. I don't, I don't want you to come home and be so stressed out and picking fights with me. Okay, what's your state of mind? What are you doing? Are you calm? Are you reactive? Can you create that state of mind and then invite your partner in? So whatever it is that you're asking for, do it first. You've ta- and you've talked to me about this and taught me that this is kind of, it's called mirroring. So that you're kind of right, creating that, you know, this is this is what I want. So I'm going mm-hmm. to do it. So hopefully that person is because we kind of mimic each other's behaviors, don't Monkey's we? Monkeys designed to imitate each other. We yeah. are. Yeah. And pick up. You you talk about, you know, energy and, yes. and in a room. I mean, yes. you can feel it. You can feel it right away. Yeah. Uh, someone's energy and, and, and perhaps like, like you say, trying to shift that starts from you. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, with with my husband, um, we we fought a lot, and and we would fight a lot about the past because the past just it, it kept turning around in our minds, and and we kept associating the negative feelings that we had today with things that had hurt us in the past. And so I started meditating. I put myself in the present moment. Every time I found myself spinning in the past, I go, okay, wait a second, what is happening right now? And and put myself back into the present. And in that way, I stopped feeling crappy about the past. I stopped pointing fingers at him going, I'm hurt today because of what you did then. And so I stopped 
hurting. I started feeling good. I started feeling optimistic about the future because I wasn't looking backwards anymore and forwards was looking pretty damn good mm. because of the state of mind I was putting myself in. And then when my husband was coming home and saying, you know, I'm in fight mode because I'm feeling hurt about the past and you did this and you did that. And I'd say, when was the last time you remember me doing that? And I'd make him think. He'd go in his brain. He'd say, well, it's been three or four months. And I'd say, okay, the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. And so now you can predict going forward, this will be my new pattern because I've created that pattern in the past now. Mm-hmm. It's hard to stop when somebody's kind of like wants in it though, right? But you keep reminding them, this is where I am. Yeah. Join me here. Yeah. I'm moving forward. Move forward with me and let them know if you don't, that's your choice, but yeah. I will leave you behind. Easier to dig than it is to climb, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have phone calls coming in. Polly, you want me to take a break or do you want to get to the call? Just take the call now. Take the call now. Okay, we're going to take the call right now. And then we're going to come back to uh, Chantel teaching us how to be happy where we are in our relationships right now. Star 570-519-570-2545 works. You can email Jennifer at 570news.com as well. And we say good morning to Paul. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, the, uh, I, I think Chantel's going to be able to change your tune a little bit. What can okay, we do for so, you, Paul? In this day and age, where does one actually go to meet people? Because these uh, these so-called dating websites, um, well, we all know uh, the, the truth about Ashley Madison, that, uh, you know, they had somebody writing all these uh, profiles. The uh, Are there any websites or any dating sites that actually have real people on them and not just computer-generated profiles in an attempt to uh, rip people off for their money. This you might, this is probably is this one of your number one questions, Chantel, yes. about where people meet people. Yeah. So, Paul, just before we start, though, I want to say Ashley Madison was the like the cheating dating site, right? So they were making up female profiles to right. entice but, men because there was the, yeah, yeah. All the dating sites are the same thing. They're in it for profit. And if there's no females on there to attract uh, males to the website, uh, they're not going to uh, make any profit. So we, you look, you look at some of these uh, dating websites, and when you see this, uh, you know, uh, five foot nine uh, blonde model on there that says she's on her own, you know that it's phony. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's go to Paul. Stay right there. Let's go to Chantel. Okay. Um, so, you know, when when they when they did some uh, some testing, and were sort of testing results, uh, communication levels, uh, levels, you know, basically of reality. OkCupid was a site that stood slightly above the rest. I do agree with you that there's a whole lot of fakeness going on on these sites, and women, you know, you'll, you'll come across profiles where. The women haven't even been on in ages, but they they keep them there. They don't they don't take them off because, like you say, the women bring in the men, and so they do everything they can to ensure there is a high volume of women on their sites, and and there's a large number that are inactive, and and you know for sure the ones that, not all of them, but the ones that seem too good to be true usually are. You do want to be careful. You you do want to you know go for somebody that appeals to you as a human being, not somebody that appeals to you as an ideal. That's a, a way to try and, and weed through that is, you know, keep in mind who you are and what you're looking for and what would be your match. Um, but 
one thing that I do say to people when they say, where can I find good people? And I say everywhere, every single place you're walking in this world, Jennifer, there's, there's a male right behind us, you know, like there's females, there's in this office, there are people everywhere. There's a, there's a good point there. So I'm walking down the street. Mm -hmm. Um, I I pass by somebody, I say, you know, hello, good morning, whatever. And that's all I'm saying is hello, good morning. And I'm, I'm continuing on. So I go into uh, one of these dating websites, and uh, I see somebody who looks interesting. I say, hello, how are you? You know, how's things with you today? And you don't even get a response. Yeah. And any place out, human decency says that if somebody acknowledges you, somebody says hello to you, you say hello back, even if it's just that. Nobody is expecting that... I'm going to send a message to somebody, and uh, and we're going to get married tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is saying hello. But uh, now I don't know if it works the same way for men or not. But if somebody mention, uh, messages uh, a male, would common courtesy would say we should at least say hello. You know, we aren't making a commitment. Yeah. And yet, so hang on, Paul. Try and get somebody to say hello. Oh, so, yeah, and I, I don't disagree with you, Paul, that, you know, manners and kindness would teach us that you should do that. But let's don't forget the vetting process for women is a completely different animal than it is for men because we're approached differently. So you're right. Sometimes the good guys get, you know, left in the in the uh, weeds because we've been, you know, approached. And in, in, once you've once you've made that that hello back or, or offered that hello back, sometimes things unravel very quickly into places that that we don't want to get and I'm not I've never been on a dating site yeah. I'm, I'm spewing out the stuff my girlfriends tell me but Paul you I just want to ask Chantel one thing and, and and Paul I wonder if you wonder this too Chantel are the dating sites where you make an investment like the one okcupid or match.com do those seem to be perhaps like to me that tells me you are you've made a literal investment in this is that is that a better place to start than the free ones? Uh, so the paid ones, you mean? The paid ones, yes, yes. Um, yeah. It's, I think they're all paid in the end. <laughs> I think, well, there's that well, one in, that's called the, the POF one. That right, seems plenty of fish, plenty of fish absolutely free. It's free. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you pay or not. What matters is timing. So the right one could be on a paid one, could be on a free one. Because people will go to a paid one thinking, you know what, I'm going to start somewhere where people have to pay because there's going to be a higher quality people. They find that they're not meeting somebody who matches them, regardless of whether or not somebody else is paying or they're paying, and they'll move on to a free site. And so people will jump around from paid to free, from free to paid. So you never know. And so... I don't feel like it really matters if you pay or not. I think what matters is, are you putting in the time? And are you staying in a good state of mind? And are you also touching base with people out in the real world? Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't count simply on online dating. But if I can address what Paul said about women online, and and then I want to I wanna give him some advice about meeting women out in the real world and being memorable and, and really sort of maybe hopefully drawing them in. So when it comes to women online, uh, Paul, one thing that you and all the males need to realize is the volume of attention that women get is overwhelming and it literally gets some women offline because there's so many men that are saying hello and then then getting angry because they're not getting that hello back. 
But, you know, you, know, you, you say that, and yet you see these same profiles, you know, online today, you know, online uh, yesterday, online now, and whatnot. And my favorite is the ones that post on there and say, where are all the good guys? Yeah. Well, the good guys have sent you a message, and you just totally ignored them. What if you're not their match? What if they looked at your profile and they said to themselves, this isn't what I'm looking for? Do they owe you anything? And nobody owes anybody anything, but common courtesy was just to yeah. you know, say, hey, you know. I don't, I don't disagree with don't you on see. that. But what I'd like you to do just for yourself, just so you stay in a positive state of mind, is to release expectations. I don't want to discourage you from reaching out to every woman that gets your fancy online and sending out that hello. But with each one that you press send on, I'd like for you to just release your expectations because we do attract the vibration that we're at. And I, I want you to attract a woman who's open and and just happy and she's going through the world going you know what what comes my way that's positive I take it with open arms and what isn't coming my way I'm just going to release that because that's okay it's not supposed to be part of my life anyways but what I'd like you to do once you do that online is send all those hellos and release your expectations and stay in your positive state of mind is take that state of mind go out into the real world pick up a couple roses and go walking out in places that you like to walk at and i want you to to tell yourself you know what i'm gonna say hello to two women today but i'm gonna do it in a way that no one's ever done before and instead of saying hello how are you and wanting or, or making it seem like I'm looking for something in return, like they need to respond to me. I'm going to attach my email to that rose. I'm going to go up to them and I'm going to say, you caught my fancy today. And I just want to let you know, you have a beautiful glow about you. And I want to give you this rose. And if you feel a spark with me, I want you to send me an email and we'll get together and we'll go for a walk or go for a coffee, whatever you like to do. And just leave them with that and let them think about, you know what, that was different. He came at me and he wasn't expecting anything. He wasn't demanding anything. He let me know there was a quality about me that he saw from a distance and that made me feel good. And that good taste in their mind might just get them reaching out to you. And maybe they turn that email address over to their uh, husband. Boyfriend, yeah, well, yeah, well, or, you know what? or <laughs> we, we well, wait go. a second. Maybe they turn it over to a friend of theirs. Oh, maybe. And say, you See, know what? Now, this I incredible would... gentleman came across my path today. Yeah, you got to be in the right re- frame of mind to, to accept that, too. Paul, I, I'm so sorry. We have to run. I have to go. I'm four minutes late for a break already, and Polly's arm's going to fall off over there. Uh, so I know that Chantel's giving you lots of great advice there. Does that really work? Because I don't know if I would love that, Chantel. I'm going to be honest with you. I I think that I would be like mm, too bold for me. Right. But you're right. Maybe well, somebody else loves that kind of gesture so I could pass it along. In a in a bar, I get a lot of demands of attention. Of course. When somebody just drops a nugget yeah. and walks away, yeah. I feel great. Okay. We are going to come back with more of the uh traditional ways to keep your love happy. Happy. After this on 570 News. The power, the energy from a crowd. It's unmistakable. The ones who feel it the most. The Kitchener Rangers. Busting down the middle. He scores! Up and out! The Kitchener Rangers play here. 570 News. Okay. We are back. And as per usual, this is our pattern. Chantal and I. (laughs) 
get lost in this half hour uh, with you guys. And uh, Chantel Hyde is Canada's dating coach. So before we spoke to Paul, and I hope he's going to be like you say, put into this process what he wants to get out of it. Like that energy shift is really, mm-hmm. is really monumental. Uh, but before that, we were talking about the traditional ways yeah. to keep your love happy and be fair, which is, again, one of those concepts that sounds really easy, but if you want it, you have to make sure you're doing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the next one is be predictable. Our brains crave predictable things because when it can't predict what's around the corner, now you get what's called the fear of the unknown. And so what happens often is when we cannot predict the mood that our partner is going to be in, when we don't know if there's going to be a lion at the gate, when we get home, then we start getting into stress mode. What's my partner going to be like? Are they going to be really stressed out today? Are they going to lash out at me? Am I going to come through the door? And the first thing I'm going to get hit with is you didn't do this and you didn't make a blah, blah, blah. So if no matter how your day went... You can greet your partner with a smile and a hug and a kiss every single time. Or even if the practicality is, I might be in a good, in a bad mood when you see me, but I'm going to catch myself and say, sorry about that. I was in a bad mood because something stressful happened today or, you know, whatever it was. And you can take responsibility for your bad moods. If So either you're, you're you know, always predictably nice when you're greeted or you're always predictably apologetic when you're not so nice when you (laughs) greet your partner because then you know at least if you do greet them like the line at the door then they're like oh you know what that's not me it's them and they're going to come around eventually that it's when when you're coming home and you know what's going to happen it puts you in a more soothing tone it's it makes you feel better on a soul level and i asked my husband one day i'm like how happy does it make you knowing that i'm going to be the same person every day when you come home he goes i wouldn't say happy i'd say comforted mm-hmm. and isn't it nice to go home and and have that feeling of comfort start to set in and your day washes away and you leave that behind yeah and you're coming through the door you know, already with an open heart and an open mind, knowing you're just going to be loved when you step through that door. I love, one of my favorite things to do, we have about 60 seconds left, but I th- one of my favorite things to do is to meet him at the door. Mm-hmm. I love meeting him at the door, which sounds totally June Cleaver, but it just, it just sets a tone. Yeah. I'm excited you're back. And this is, this is the, the foundation for a great relationship. Some people work themselves up before the partner gets home. I'm going to address this. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to lay in on him or her about this or that. And so they get angry before their car- partner comes in. And that's what they meet them with is the anger. So switch that around. Meet them with more peace, more love. And that's something you can do easily like today, starting today. Absolutely. That one. Absolutely. Just start there. We're out of time. Do you believe in I do. Look at Polly. Because it went fast. It goes fast. I know. We have fun. Uh, Chantel Hyde is Canada's dating coach. You can find her all over the interwebs, including places where you can go buy her books, get her to sign her books, and all kinds of wonderful stuff. What's the website, Chantel? Canada'sDatingCoach.com. And you. you can also find me at Bayview this weekend doing another book signing. Lulu's always with her, too. Always with me. The baby dog goes She's with her. She's the star. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Polly. Sorry, Polly. (laughs) 570 News continues with Mike Farwell coming up after this.